everybody. Welcome to the Good Witch Podcast. This is a show where we talk about two episodes of the Good Witch show on Hallmark Channel. And today we are looking at season seven, episodes four and five. It's going to be so much fun. I am film director Rachel Wagner. Colleen is here. Hi. And our good friend Randy would normally be here, but he is out shooting a movie. It's very exciting. He's directing a film. Oh. So we are filling in for him this uh this time and he'll be back for our next episode so i can look forward to hearing from him again but thank you so much colleen for joining us oh you're welcome thanks for having me yeah so yeah how do you feel about the season so far do you think it's been pretty fun Uh, i feel like i'm not a huge fan of the show but i keep up with it you know Mm -hmm. i'm not a diehard i'm not anything like a hardy or what do they call the good witch? Is there a good witch? Goodies. A goodies. Yeah, I'm not a goodie. <laughs> but I like it. I enjoy it. I feel yeah. like it's, it's about on par. I feel with what I've seen before, but I don't. I also feel like yeah. it's a little slow at the same time, mm. but it's not a bad slow. I don't know what you think. Yeah, I think it's actually been a pretty fun season. I mean, we're going to talk about like goofy stuff like them having two Marthas and there's been like a little bit more magic than yeah. they've ever had uh there's some things that are not working at all and we'll talk about that uh mm-hmm. but I feel like they're taking a bit more risk than they did in in years past we'll see if it pays off but uh but I'm enjoying it so far uh, so we have episode four, The Exchange, and this is Sam is excited to perform surgery on a star basketball player. Joy makes a discovery and decides to revive the Middleton Exchange tradition. So overall, what did you think of this episode? I thought it was pretty good. I liked how they dealt with Sam's injury and, you know, what what that means for him. And I also enjoyed the little exchange. I thought that was good. And the, um, the stuff between um, Donovan and Abigail was interesting to me. Because you're kind of learning, like, you know, relationships are not easy. It's just another reminder of all the things that can go wrong in a relationship if you're not on the same page, I feel. Yeah. There really was a lot going on because there's mm-hmm. all that stuff that you just said, plus Martha and Maxine, which oh yeah i didn't even bring that up that was funny uh plus you had uh everything going on with uh with joy and zoe Uh that's pretty exciting and uh then they they have the uh the continued uh speculation i guess about joy and her dream and in her childhood her parents, all that stuff. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it starts out with talking about the exchange. And this is basically where you offer up a prized possession uh, to the exchange. And then you take somebody else's prized possession. And it, it kind of has intuitive qualities. It seems like the exchange knows who you are and what you need is the idea. Right. Which I'm just, I don't know if I could give, I hate to say this, but I don't know if I could give up I guess I have something I could give up, but I wouldn't actually call it my prized possession. Does that make sense? Yeah, I was going to ask you really what, what you would give to the exchange. Oh, man, that's <laughs> tough. No, no, I, um, I don't have anything all that valuable. I mean, I guess 
I don't know. Like I, I have, have my dolls. I could give up one of my dolls because they, my grandma gave them to me and they're very special to me. Uh, but I could, I could part with one of them. <laughs> I don't have <laughs> anything do. really, really old like that. That's valuable from like a family heirloom, but I have some souvenirs I've bought over the years, maybe something like that, that I bought mm-hmm. in Europe, maybe something like that. I'm yeah. looking right now in my living room. Not a craft queen album, maybe. No, <laughs> now that is not that is not as off the table. I don't have anything autograph. I have autographed books, but I don't have any <laughs> albums. But but I but I'm looking at something I bought when I went to the I was at the audience. I was outside of the royal wedding in 2019 uh-huh. or 2018, Harry and Meghan's wedding. And I have a mug and I have posters, maybe things like that that I would just give away. Or you know, would donate or whatever you want to call it, exchange for something mm-hmm. else. Not yeah. super prized possession, like really, really valuable, but at the same time, it's a unique item. It's about the best I can tell yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, I do have a hard time kind of letting go of my items, which is mm-hmm. uh, probably not the best. But but yeah, especially something that has the like personal value like I have a quilt that my grandma made that would be really hard to give up something like that right especially if it's like the ties to someone who's gone who's no longer around I feel yeah. like that's 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 not something I'm just willing to part with. well and the thing too is is that whoever gets it in the exchange it's not going to mean anything to them because it doesn't have it's just be a blanket or a doll you know it doesn't have that uh sentimental value exactly it's not going to mean no. the same thing to any other person in the world, mm-hmm. but you. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we have that going on, but then we also have uh, Donovan gives Abigail an ad agency and she kind of freaks out about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and she decides that they're going to need premarital counseling, which <laughs> is fine and recommended and a good idea. But I, I feel like she doesn't quite understand what marriage is. Like, <laughs> yes, I think the biggest part of the problem is like she's realizing um, she doesn't want someone to help her and do things for her. I have a problem with this myself. I mm-hmm. kind of see some of those uh, qualities in myself. Yeah. I have a hard time asking for help because I don't want to bother people and burden people. Mm-hmm. And I don't know her reasons. But I can see why she was upset that someone would give her money, even if it's her fiance. I don't, I don't know if I would, I don't know how I would feel about that. I guess I wish they had picked something more endearing than an ad agency. That sounds so, bland. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. Like, I feel like she's like taking care of children or doing something really, an ad agency. <laughs> you're right. A business just My doesn't really dream. have the same value. Yeah, you're right. You're right. My big dream to be Mad Men for Middleton, you know, it just doesn't. <laughs> oh, you're right. Uh, uh, Martha coming in, Joy's working on her house. Why, why no glow in your flow? I thought that was funny. <laughs> you agree funny. that Martha's the best character in the show? Yes, I yeah. love her. She is so, I haven't, you just did an interview with her, right? I haven't listened mm-hmm. to it. We I did. have to listen to it. She's so funny. She just has mm-hmm. such little one-liners and she's just so yeah. casual and cavalier about everything she says. And it's just, or she's freaking out. Like, but some of the stuff that comes out of her mouth is just so hysterical. Yeah. It's Catherine Disherweave. She has been on our show six times. <gasps> wow. She's a legend. <laughs> yeah, I like her a lot. <laughs> 
and so what do you think about this whole thing with Stephanie and her teacher? What's his name? Sean, I think. I couldn't even remember his name. I kept calling him the French teacher in my notes. <laughs> Sean. Yes, there's Sean. Can I start out there's speed dating in this very part of this first episode. Can I just be perfectly honest? I don't okay. like either of the men. <laughs> I don't None care the for men. this guy. Uh, yeah, I don't oh, care yeah. for it. For Scott, right? Scott Adam, and, yeah, played by Scott. Yeah. Yeah, and and uh, and Sean, I don't care for either of them. I agree. I'm not I'm sure they're lovely humans, but just the right. characters on the show, not my favorite. Exactly. <laughs> Especially because I feel like Adam is being super needy and just like yes. go away, you know, like leave her alone. Don't be needy. Um <laughs> Yeah, he's just favorite. being a little much for me. Especially when this whole thing is his fault. He went on the mission. He started dating somebody else on the mission trip. And then he decides to not be with her. And and he's going to go back to Stephanie. What does he expect? Her to just be waiting around for him? That's not fair. No, it's not. So many men. I'm not, not saying all men. I'm not yeah. trying to push pick on all men because women do it too. Right. But there's a lot of men I feel just like, oh yeah, I, I had my little fun and it didn't say it wasn't what I thought it was or I'm not happy. So I just, you know, should take me back. No problem. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. In most cases. Most so, cases. Right. <laughs> yeah. So Martha is making deviled eggs for Maxine. <laughs> Which I love. Make me want to maybe crave them. I love deviled eggs. I know we do. <laughs> but I just like them plain. I don't like them with all kinds of weird stuff in them. Just I like them with a little paprika. Egg. I like Yeah, that's okay paprika but i've seen them with like shrimp and weird no no forget it <laughs> oh that's true you don't eat meat but but just i've seen them with all kinds of weird stuff pickles no <laughs> regular no miracle whip mayo maybe right. a little mustard uh that's about it <laughs> oh. but uh so we get this little scene with Zoe and Joy flirting a little bit. And mm-hmm. they say, will you, will you be uh, my first passenger in my plane? Cause she's learning to fly. Uh-huh. And that was pretty cute. And, I think they're cute. I think there's some yeah. potential there. Yeah. The bow tie brigade. That's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yep. And uh, then uh, she has an ex that she's not really talking about. She has some, some hurt that she's dealing with. And then this is when Sam injures his hand playing basketball. And I really like in this episode and the next episode, this sort of bitter Sam arc. Like I get it. You need conflict for your characters, but it just seems so out of character for him. Like he's always just a stand-up guy. I, for him being kind of sulking, I don't know. I didn't really like, he's no, as annoying as Adam can be, I just felt like this was out of character for Sam to be this way. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I didn't mind it that much. <laughs> I didn't mind it. I just, I love James Denton. I just oh, think he's, he's great. So I, like, I like him and everything he does. I've liked him for years. And I didn't, I just, I, I didn't have too much of a like problem he did with a, it. He did a good job. Mm-hmm. I just, 
felt like it wasn't in Sam's character to be so to hold this grudge. Right. Yeah, but I'm I, I see myself a little bit in some of these people. I see myself a little bit in that too. In yeah. that, in him too, in that if you have a problem and you can't do something in your career for whatever reason or some something you want to do, and to him that surgery was a really big deal. Um, I feel like you're going to have a way you you need to find a way to take that take it out on somebody I'm not saying I do Mm -hmm. this but I'm not saying I haven't done it either I can't think of a specific but I feel like someone has a lot of people even if it's not really a normal character sometimes you have to just stew um, you know and and that's I guess how he was able how he did it was kind of holding that little bit of grudge it was weird but I, I didn't mind it yeah well, there's no Zoe's ex died in the line of duty saving a child. So that's why she has some kind of some issues. And uh, we also find out that Sam's favorite board game as a child was the Pirate King's Adventure. <laughs> so that's what he's getting in the exchange. It's pretty, pretty fun. Right. Um, we also have Maxine and Martha in this fight because she, Maxine feels like. She was the one that's supposed to have Tom in the blind date they went on and Martha took him instead. And uh, Cassie says it's a grudge keeping him company for 30 years. Uh, and it says, till you break up, you're not free to meet anyone else. So she kind of works with them. And uh, Joy, the reason why we got the bow tie brigade is because the bow tie showed up on the squirrel when she was grieving her mom and it said if you just hang in there you will have your own bow tie moment uh-huh. that was pretty cute yes that was good and they <laughs> find they so they i think it's martha accuses maxine of stealing a a blanket child blanket yeah baby it looks like a baby blanket yeah and then she finds it in uh, i think it's dylan's old stuff Okay. Uh, in the uh, llama toy llama <laughs> was that what that was <laughs> i think it was the llama yeah <laughs> and uh, so then they make up and we find out that martha and maxine were cheerleaders can you see martha as a cheerleader no <laughs> only for middleton i can't picture her cheering anything else no and but she's social so i guess in that respect yes <laughs> but no i can't really picture it. she doesn't seem like the ditzy cheerleader no. type more there no but to be fair we had some really we had such a small school that a lot of our cheerleaders overlapped in a band and yeah. they overlapped and they were all you know a lot of them had really good grades they were in the top 10 in the class oh yeah it's so totally a stereotype really yeah, it is. Sorry. It's not all bring it up. It's not like that. All the time. <laughs> okay. Uh, so then Maxine gets Cassie's tablet. And I would be very weirded out if I got this tablet. <laughs> yeah, I almost. That's strange. Yeah, that would be weird to me. It, 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 I don't know what I would. I, I don't know. I feel like I would. Yeah. And I wouldn't want it in my house. <laughs> yeah. But then Jerry from the blind date shows up and he like knows how to read the tablet. So <laughs> it works out great. Uh, <laughs> and Maxine says, there's never been a more perfect couple than Martha and Tom. So that's cute. 
And uh, then uh, Zoe gets a bow tie in the gift exchange. So mm-hmm. it's her bow tie moment. And Abigail decides that she's going to be Abigail Pershing Davenport hyphenated. And then Cassie in the exchange gets a kite that belonged to her parents that she hasn't seen since right before they died. So that's kind of how they end the episode. Right. That was interesting. What do you think about the hyphenation and the name changing and all that stuff? It's just a little ungainly, you know, when you have a super long last name. Uh-huh. But you know if that's what's your boat. It's fine with me. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> but just like I, I, that's a long name, Pershing Davin. Hyphen Davin. That's a lot. Yes. Uh, like I think it works better when it's like if it was if it was something shorter, like Pershing Scott or something. You know, like just like a little shorter. Uh, then yeah. I I probably like it a little bit better. But I've definitely thought about it if I were to get married at this point because. I've had my name for so long, like all my degrees and everything I've done has, you know, online, everything's all been Rachel Wagner. And so if I were to get married, I think I at least publicly would probably keep my name and then maybe just privately have a different name. I don't know. I've, I've had friends that have done the hyphenated. I've had friends who kept their name. I've mm-hmm. had friends who changed their names. I've had friends with all of it. it it's terrible but i feel like it might also depend on their name if it's some name i don't really care for that's being honest yeah right? i agree <laughs> i think i don't have a problem like, with such any a of solid way. name right <laughs> my maiden name was fox and my married name was low so like i had an i didn't hyphenate i not too bad it. but either way it would have been easy either name yeah. is easy so it's not even a big deal. <laughs> so what would you give this episode one to ten? I'm gonna say seven point five. I thought yeah. it was good. I think that's fair. Just Maxine and Martha alone made it worth the seven point five yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Have you got a Hallmarky Hardy, Postable, or Sleuther in your life? Are you looking for the perfect gift for your loved one? Look no further than the Hallmarkies Podcast merch store. We have designs from artists like Jessica Miller and Carrie at Hallmark Comics. We At the store, you can declare your team, like hashtag Team Lucas or hashtag Team Nathan. And you can also have your hashtag shirts with hashtag postables, hashtag hardies, hashtag goodies. We've got the Love Me Like series where you can get designs such as Love Me Like Nick Loves Aurora. And there's also great stories beyond Hallmark like Anne and Gilbert from Anna Green Gables. And it's not just shirts, but notebooks, mugs, pillows, and cell phone cases. Your support of the merch store helps keep the podcast going, and we are so appreciative. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or follow the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. All right, let's talk about episode five. And this is the kite and it's Joy's dream sends the three Merowicks on a search for Philip Harper, Joy's father. So yeah, this episode I thought was interesting. It was definitely different. It starts out with the, uh, the kite from Cassie's parents. And uh, she says, last time uh, it flew, it was the winter before they died. There were definitely some like darker themes 
uh, more sobering themes in this episode than we typically see in Good Witch. Right. I felt like it was definitely not lighthearted like the last one. You know, mm-hmm. I felt like it was a lot more serious. But I yeah. thought it was, I agree, it was interesting. Yeah. And so we get this flashback that you know, he calls her, her father calls her Joy Bean. And then he, they're at the beach. Mm-hmm. And then he leaves in the dream. And uh, she has an amulet. And there's a little bit of talk about the amulet being the protector. Mm-hmm. Protecting her. I don't remember that before this episode. Like I, Maybe they'd said that. But they say the only way to find the truth is to find your dad. And, uh, and Cassie says you can start where you are and change the ending. So they're out to go find her dad. Right. And the, the, the weird part in this episode was there was all this really sobering stuff. And then there was this bonker stuff with the leopard launch. <laughs> oh, that was that was like supposed to be like the Masons, right? Or like the Yeah, the like miners. the Elks Lodge. Yeah. Kind of same idea. Yeah, that Lodges. was a little weird. They don't have any yeah, not that I know of. I don't know. Initiations like in fraternities. <laughs> I didn't realize they had that. Maybe they do. I don't know. I think they do in the Masons. Do they really? Because I, I know I... Kiwanis is nothing like I was in the Kiwanis. That was a real basic that was just a community service organization. Yeah. Well, I think that I think they changed a lot. I like, guess they're probably more desperate for members than they used to be. True. <laughs> you can't get young men. You can't get millennials to join those kind of. I I don't mm-hmm. know how many. Well, I don't know how they're thriving actually. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not. They're aging yeah. groups. All of them. Yeah. But uh, but the thing is that uh, that people are getting that kind of community from the internet. Right. Uh, or at least a semblance of it and so they don't feel as much of a kind of a need to to go out and join a uh, civic group the book mm-hmm. organization i think is what they call it um you know the masons definitely i mean they have whole like masonic temples and rituals right. and things like that i mean I, i'm no expert by any means but they did have a lot where when i served my mission in indiana now a lot of uh um, the number of Masonic temples and, and people would have their um, uh, their Eastern Star or their Mason Mason mm-hmm. uh, badge on their mental place. And you knew that that was where they were from, or where they where they had pledged. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I I would find it hard to believe. And maybe people, if you're listening and you know about these organizations, if there's these kinds, of <laughs> <pledges>. <laughs> right? I have eating, to ask. Eating, paradise peppers <laughs> you know what's funny i'm gonna talk to my brother this week uh, my brother used to own a catering business in ohio and he used to oh, have yeah. miners come and do their their meetings mm-hmm. and he his um wife's cousin was a mason originally yeah he, i don't know i'll ask if they know anything i'll let you know <laughs> yeah let us know I'll ask in the comments them. Uh, so Abigail gets an appointment with Boyd for her ad agency. They're definitely, they're interested. I don't know. I just feel like I'm just more interested in, I wish they just kept her running her flower shop. That was fun. That was whimsical. I enjoyed Mm -hmm. that. I just, uh, I'm not into this whole ad agency thing. I'm not into ad agencies 
Yeah. But they, they don't appeal to me. The way they write them in Hallmark movies, I don't care for. The way they, <laughs> I don't know. It's not yeah. my thing. Flowers are more, it, yeah, it's personal. It's just perfect. Yeah. I, I just like it better. And, and and it gives more opportunities for people to interact with her, come in, get flowers, you know, kind of a thing. And I feel like advertising is is kind of the opposite of what Middleton would represent. Like it's small, you know, small town type thing. That's more of a corporate thing. I just view that as a corporate thing. Ad agencies. Yeah, I agree. And so Stephanie comes in and brings Martha a Tinsdale on toast. And I asked Catherine Disher, if she would eat a Tinsdale and Toast. Do you know what a Tinsdale and Toast is? No. Tinsdale and Toast is a tuna fish sandwich with tuna fish grilled cheese sandwich with sauerkraut on it. Oh, I would. Ooh. <laughs> and I know you I would try meat, it. But uh, I just feel like the problem with that sandwich is it's too soft on soft. Soft sauerkraut, soft grilled cheese, soft. Uh, tuna you need something crispy to kind of you're right i would eat one or the other like a tuna melt or mm-hmm. a grilled cheese with sauerkraut but i'm not sure the two together would work yeah it's yeah. mushy it's going to be messy you're going to need a fork it's going to be spilling out i feel like one of us needs to try a tinsdale and toast for like our youtube channel or something like that one of these days <laughs> but <laughs> she's come with a bribe she's going trying to bribe stephanie to wave her tickets that she has but martha is standing strong she's not going to do it <laughs> i like that little yeah. subplot I thought it was fun. funny <laughs> and ac says if i look the other way for you then i have to look the other way for everyone and so they go up to the willow view inn to try to find joy's dad and i feel like they got really lucky in finding that he happened to be there Um, but he's there and she sees him but he doesn't recognize her Mm -hmm. and it turns out that uh that uh she uh that that he was like blessed to not to forget everything after he left Mm -hmm. try to help him to be able to leave I don't know. Do you understand what's going on with all that? No, I, I thought I was, I was lost. I was like, thankfully, I wasn't the only one. <laughs> I wasn't quite then, sure like, what was going on. Because then Joy okay. has the stones, and the only stone missing is Joy, and that's the right. one that he has. Yes, and right. so then that's how he remembers. And he's like Joy Bear, and it was very sweet. But he's, you know, first he says a father could never forget his daughter. But then he remembers when he sees the rune stone and he says, you know, Joy Bean. And he talks about uh, Joy's mom and that she had the intuition something terrible was coming. And then she died in a car accident when Joy was 17. Uh That was many years later. But he says they were trying to protect her from they were trying to protect you from losing both. Uh, so that's why they had the tea, but they gave her the amulet in order to protect her. So yeah, it was it was a lot, a lot going on there with Joy. Yeah, and I feel like although she was shocked, I, I feel like I would have been more shocked. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. To see him, I don't know. Yeah, I thought I it was so good, too. I but would I would have like... been like, I would have like 
probably collapsed or yeah. fallen down or, or stumbled or something. Yeah. I mean, I know when you hear really bad news, how shocked, you know, you're like, your stomach just drops and you just are paralyzed kind of thing. I feel like the reaction wasn't quite where I thought it should be. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I mean, I guess everyone at, re- it reacts differently, but I do think you would be a little bit stronger than what she is. Cause I, right. I think I would at least be kind of crying, especially if you've been having these dreams and, mm-hmm. and everything. And I didn't like the whole scene. I thought it was really cute when the three of them were having like a little sleepover. They were talking about the first time that they had their intuition. Yeah, that was cute. It was cute. I like, I that. like that. And <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny when Martha stays at Grey House and then she sees uh she sees Atrum uh, on the in jelly on the <laughs> on the fridge. <laughs> Oh, and George is like mm, strawberry <laughs> <laughs> that was funny and that was the ad that was what they kept showing on the commercial so I probably saw it 40 times over the last week oh, I, <laughs> I thought it was funny <laughs> they are heavy in their marketing right now of oh good witch that's for sure <laughs> everything I'm I'm already sick of the movie that hasn't aired yet this next Saturday <laughs> the, oh the yeah bridge the Paris movie I'm really excited for that movie but yeah they have been advertising (laughs) it so much (laughs) yeah and so the different pledges they have to mop the floor blindfolded and then they have to eat paradise peppers and is that um, a real pepper paradise is it like a ghost pepper is probably like a ghost pepper yeah it looked kind of like a habanero to me or a scotch bonnet, one of them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I couldn't do that. That would, I can barely handle like jalapenos. Oh, do you like spicy? You just can't handle it. I or just, it makes like it. really bad heartburn. Oh, I, I, I get it too sometimes, but I love spice. Although not that yeah. spicy. I do like, um, like when I get curry, I get medium, but lately I went down the the last time I went mild because it was just a little much you know and that's not even that hot I mean that's medium there are a few items where I do like like a little bit of a kick like Mm -hmm. there's this one place there's this cute little place here in Utah called the store and they have all kinds of local vendors as well as just like regular groceries so I like to try to go there whenever I can to support them because they're local and again they have so many local vendors and they have wood uh, oven pizzas on Saturdays and Sundays. And they have this pepperoni and, and uh, uh, sweet pickled uh, jalapenos. And normally I wouldn't like that, but because they're sweetened, candied or whatever, mm-hmm. it's so good. Like something about the saltiness of the pepperoni and the spiciness of the, and the sweetness. It's like sweet, spicy salty you know it's kind of got everything it's so good plus like in the pizza oven makes it like extra bubbly and that's the best that sounds good (laughs) i would try that so they made it through Uh, do you think that you would be initiated into this you could make it through no because i'm not interested enough to care to like what mop the floor with blindfold on and eat hot peppers i feel like no i don't want to burn my esophagus for these people 
Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> leopards or whatever you call it. Yeah, I don't know hey, if I would be that invested in joining their uh, their their sorority, but uh, <laughs> I'm kind of a team person. Uh, but yeah, the pl- the peppers would probably get me. We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies Podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. What did you think of Sean's date for Stephanie? He um, gets ribs and they're playing video games and stuff like that. And, and, I think that it's kind of rude of Stephanie to be all like, you know, looking down on everything that he provides, but, uh, but also like, if this is such an early point in the relationship, I feel like he should be trying harder to make something that she would actually like. Yeah. I can see both sides. I, my first thought though, was like, this is all you have. This is your game. I mean, I feel like don't reveal if you're a gamer and all that, fine, but don't reveal all your cards on the first date. Mm-hmm. You know, do something normal, like you know, like a dinner at a restaurant. Yeah, because the problem with ribs is they're just so messy. I don't want to eat that on yes. a date. I'm gonna get no. sauce all over. It's just gonna be embarrassing. I don't want like I I want to eat something like a piece of chicken that's very easy to like cut into small pieces. So I don't get it on my shirt or you know like, <laughs> right. like I was gonna say you focus. I I know in the past. <laughs> I mean I've, I've always worried about that. Like what could I order that I'm not gonna have to do a lot of work to? Yeah, exactly. And look normal eating. That's like Italian smell, food like... in a way. You know? <laughs> <laughs> trying to make a good impression here, right? Right. And ribs so are the worst. Yeah, I don't really understand his thinking here. I think she was being a little snotty, but I, I think that he could have tried harder also. I also feel like, I don't know how much younger he is than her. Do we know? I don't know how much younger they're pretending on the show. They're definitely acknowledging that he's younger, but I don't remember. Somebody in the comments will probably have it in their notes, but I, I don't remember exactly how many years they said he's younger, but it feels like it's like 10 at least. I was going to say, maybe that was a point that the, uh, the writers wanted to make there be like a maturity gap. Maybe that was my only thought. of it. When I saw the gaming, I'm like, yeah, that's an, Im-. and I'm not saying gaming's immature because it's not, but I feel on a date, that's not the right thing to do. That's when you're in an established relationship and the person knows you already. Okay. Right. Let's game at home. Hi, game and have ribs. That's easy. Great. Mm-hmm. But you already know each other by that point. So. Yeah. And then we get uh, some conflict more between uh, between Adam and uh, Sam. Mm-hmm. And I wrote in my notes, why is Sam being a butt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a little more, I felt like it was more excessive in this 
part of the episode, yeah. this second episode, this part of it than the first. I don't know. Maybe I was more understanding in the first one about it. But <laughs> maybe I was uh, getting over it by the second one. Yeah, Adam loses the chess match in two moves. I don't even know how that's possible. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> But Joy says to Cassie, it's not your fault for ignoring your intuition. Like, it's not her fault that her parents died, which is, again, is very heavy for Good Witch. Right. I, don't, I can't think, aside from when, uh, shoot, when, uh, and like, aside from the very opening episodes when mm-hmm. her husband, Jake, when Jake dies, I can't think of anything on Good Witch that's that heavy. Uh, and the way it's just kind of thrown into this episode Uh, but you know she was crying she sold it I thought Catherine Bell did a good job Mm -hmm. and uh, say that uh, so Sean failed the date but a makeup date is coming and that it'll be he says it'll be my kind of casual Stephanie says and we find out that someone somewhere forgived Stephanie's ticket. So there's, it wasn't Martha, she says, but, but then she sees that maybe she was sleepwalking. <laughs> Have you ever been with someone who is sleepwalking? No, I mean, I, I definitely have a lot of time when I'm uh, like in a low REM, you know, like I'm in kind of that weird phase. But I don't think I've ever been with anybody truly sleepwalking. It happened to me one time. It was a long time ago. And I was on a vacation with some friends and a friend of mine. I already knew she had a problem, but I didn't, you know, I'd never seen it. And we were all sharing a hotel. And for some reason I woke up and she, she was in the next bed over. And I saw her walk across the bed, across the room to the window. And she woke up the next day and just not over there. Yeah. Interesting. She didn't hurt herself, but that was weird. (laughs) Martha is so dedicated to becoming, to being mayor that she works in her sleep. (laughs) 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 Giving people tickets. And then we have it ending with Cassie talking to Sam and they're flying the kite and so yeah we'll see what's gonna happen coming up but uh what would you give out of 10 would you give this episode um because the heavy stuff was pretty good but the leopard stuff was not so good i'm st- i'm gonna stick with what i gave the first one because i felt like the balance was pretty good 7.5 mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. 7.5. <laughs> so let us know if you're listening what you thought of these two episodes. Where were you at on them and what you think of the season so far? We'd love to hear your thoughts. And Colleen, where can people find you? I can be uh, found on Instagram and Twitter at Lily44094. Great. You can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate that. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel. We appreciate that so much. We also just finished up the Frankcast, me and Colleen and and Larry, as far as our coverage of the episodes of The Nanny. So check that out over there. You'll really enjoy it if you want to hear more from us. 
Uh, we also have our patron group and we are having this weekend, this Saturday, we're having our patron watch along with Nina Wyman, writer Nina Wyman. And so that's always going to be super fun. So if you want to learn more about that, check about it in the description. And then also we have our merch store, which has tons of fun goodies inspired merch. So please check that out. And thanks so much, Colleen. I really appreciate it. And we'll be back in two weeks. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye.